This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But right now, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia, and I love the headline for this next segment. What do we got going on? I have on? no idea what you're even talking about. A tale about. of two headlines. This okay. is great. The tale is of two headlines. what this is. So, um... Depending on what media outlet, if it was owned by Rupert Murdoch, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the headline was, um, let me see, let me just get it for you exactly. Prince Harry's phone hacking case against U.S. or against U.K. publisher tossed out. That isn't it, true. No, well. That's one headline. That's one headline. Prince Harry can pursue legal claim against UK publisher judge rules is the other one if it's not owned by an outlet that Harry is suing. So basically, uh, it is so interesting because Prince Harry, he really is in about the most unique position in the world because he is the first royal to openly sue one of the newspapers that's been for covering phone him hacking for and criminal of, yes. evidence. Prince William has accepted a settlement because apparently the royal family has had an agreement not to not, no, to, not sue, to sue, okay. but take payment behind the scenes okay. for when they do egregious things. So Prince Harry is in this very unique, powerful position because he has zero Fs to give, if you know what I mean, because mm-hmm. he is been so badly smeared by the British media that he is suing. So what's happened is that the judge is saying, and this is a solo case, and this is going to happen probably in January. The judge has kneecapped Harry's lawsuit in one way. Um, Harry's argument has always been that back in 2010, 11, and 12, he didn't ask any questions about all these stories that were coming out about him that were deflecting from what was going on with William. And it was Harry who was being the bad boy. It was all yeah, these yeah. very bad stories about Harry. And he felt like he was being used so that there wouldn't be stories about what was going on with William. Okay, He's been down this road right, before. Right. Remember, the Meghan Markle smearing happens when it becomes obvious to everybody in the media that Prince William is having something with Rose of Chumley. He is he is diving in the rose bushes of the Toffs, you know, out in the countryside, and everybody knows it. So they start William. So anyway, so w- w- Harry's argument is that in those three years, he didn't ask questions. He did as he was told. He was told that the palace had an agreement with the newspaper groups to avoid litigation and quietly settled. And the judge is saying Harry can't make that argument 
um, because he doesn't have evidence of a secret palace agreement, like the fact, I mean, William took a secret settlement in 2020. Right. That's evidence. The fact that no royal has ever openly sued before, that's also evidence. Um, And now the BK, this uh, group byline in the UK is doing dropping they've done an investigation in this guy named dan wooten who writes a column for the daily mail advice is known to be close with william camilla that circle that circle of people and that anytime something comes from kensington palace dan wooten's name is all over it and via prince william so byline has done this investigation on Dan Wooten, who works for Rupert Murdoch's Daily Mail, and also a TV show about how Dan Wooten rented film adult actors' Facebook pages to catfish people and blackmail people. Over 10 years. Over 10 years. He's done so many criminal activities. And he's a quote-unquote reporter for the Daily Mail. And close, tight, with Prince William and Camilla. Camilla. Yeah. So, and he's still employed by GB News, which is the TV portion. He hasn't written anything for the Daily Mail for a month. But it is the third. I mean, it's just been jaw-dropping the things he's done. And now he's going on the UK TV things and saying he's being targeted by a woke crowd. Right, right, right. I saw that. And all this stuff. But they have the evidence. They have people on record of all these blackmail schemes that he's had. So, like, when the Megan is a bully story, when those things first started coming Mm -hmm. out, that was when it was in... A Tatler online story for about a month, which is a which is a UK UK thing, thing. about Prince William having a well known dalliance with Rose of Chumley, who's the who was and the is the Queen's equestrian, the number one equerry, the horse person, the horse person's talking. daughter, the daughter, mm-hmm. and she's married to a man who's like sixty, and she's William and Kate's, and they're all friends. And then the Megan is a bully story started coming out. So deflect, 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 and throw Harry and Meghan under the bus. Which Harry has already been there. I mean, it is the hypocrisy of the British media and the royal family. I don't know why they've been so dumb about it. They've been really dumb about it. They've been so dumb about it. But this guy is so busted, this Dan Wooten. I mean, they have... They have... It's hardly being covered. Yeah. It's I hardly in the being covered. Yeah, we're American yeah, media yeah. Are covering it, um, but yeah, all of the Murdoch and anybody else in the mirror, any of the groups that he's yep. suing about, like all these shenanigans that have gone on, and you know that his car was tracked, that there was tap, you know, all this stuff. So so illegal. What's being done? Yeah, and so he, he yes, that part of it, um, the phone hacking piece of it has been thrown out. So. It's just very interesting how over here in the U.S. you get, oh, here, unless it's page six, he can pursue legal claim. Oh, no, Harry's case has been tossed out. And what it, what really, the big thing that's happened, the thing, as just someone who, you know, I mean, I am a communications major, Julia. I loved always studying everything media, you mm-hmm. know. So, and, yeah. it, and you have, too. And these... 
vicious headlines that have come out of the British press about Harry to protect William, protect Charles, whatever they're doing. Harry's always the one. He's the spirit. Throw him under the bus. Oh, his wife. Oh, she's by This will be even easier. It is a long time pattern so that they can get away with their bad behavior. And mm-hmm. Charles did this with Diana. But it has changed how people feel about Harry and Meghan. The constant negativity, hypocrisy, pointing finger, pearl-clutching that has been done about Prince Harry. Princess Diana, she must be so happy and proud of her son that he is standing up to this the BS. They could have had the world at their mm-hmm. royal feet if they'd let Harry and Meghan shine. They really could have. She looks like half the Commonwealth. This is just crazy, though, about... Um, and it's this, not is crazy. this is the guy is just... who's responsible yeah. via William of all these stories. And, oh, you know, the way... I mean, remember, she made Kate cry. And William, it makes daughter, you look... They, he, yeah. At when he writes about it. And he writes in his book that the worst person to democracy, to freedom, to goodwill and empathy in the world is Rupert Murdoch and everything he's done with his media empire by sowing lies and dissent on, you know, and, and to what end for money to protect, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know the, the Royal family. They're just, they're so dumb. They're so dumb. They've so tarnished themselves because they never expected Harry to stand up and just say, I'm not putting, I mean, the very, it's just, yeah, the tale of the two headlines. It's, it's really the hypocrisy is quite incredible. You know, like Sinead O'Connor, you know, everyone, oh, about ripping up the Pope's picture. picture. I mean, she knew because she was in Ireland. She knew the churches had a problem that they just sent yep. the priests from parish to parish and mm-hmm. just moved them village to village. Mm-hmm. They knew about this in Ireland. And like she said, it's an Americans don't believe anything you, till they discover it. Rupert Murdoch owns Fox, FSN, Fox Sports, Big Ten Network, FSX, National Geographic. Star India, Fox Sports Asia. I mean, he owns. Uh, he's part of the one of the major conglomerates that owns everything. Yeah, yeah. Twentieth yeah. Century Fox, Sky News, yeah, Sky Italia. Yeah. Yep. The five major conglomerates that mm-hmm. own everything. Very dystopian and very. Um, I'm Harper trying Collins. to think of the he media. Who was the guy, Malcolm? You know, the media who, guy. Yeah. Who Malcolm, predicted this? Malcolm Gladwell. No, no, it wasn't. It was. It was the short guy. Yeah, there, there was, was a, a guy, guy that who, died who, that worked for Va- Vanity Fair. Oh, remember the his? Yeah, we were thinking about this guy who just talked about the dangers of media, kind of. Being, you can't. This is why we had the all these rules about conglomerates that you couldn't combine different media with different media. Right. And now, like three people own all of it. Yeah, which, I mean, there were rules whoever controls against, the media controls the mes- message. Yeah. Yes, what is that guy's name? The little one. I feel like it's Malcolm something. It isn't. It's the little one that, with the dark hair <laughs> that used to always be in the courthouse. Yeah. His son died in well, Arizona. Well, you're thinking of Dominic Dine. Ian Zachary yeah. Malcolm? Is no. it Ian Zachary Malcolm? No. No, okay. no. It's a Malcolm guy, a media guy, and somebody who's as quote as whoever controls, Jim Morris. Jim whoever controls the that, media but... controls the message. That was like one of his quotes. Jim Morrison said that, but that's... 
Yeah, he was probably getting it from from from, him. Yeah, from Malcolm. I don't know why I'm fixated on Malcolm, but I know it's not Gladwell. All right, I'm going to figure this out though. No, it's Noam Chomsky. Well, did he say it too? Okay, Noam Chomsky once said, "He who controls the media controls the mind of the public." Mm. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Yeah, said of the media, "The media is the most Most powerful powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty, and they have the." They and to make the guilty more innocent, and that's power because they control the masses. Yeah. So it's Malcolm X and this Noam Chomsky. Chomsky. There is there is another guy that I'm just thinking of All from right, like I'm communications trying. classes. I know we, I can't think of who it is. Yeah, we should. So Joseph Goebbels. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it is it yeah. is it is true. You know, because it's five companies that own it all, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Harry. You fight the good fight. I'm proud of you. And I mean, I can't imagine. He's just taken so much. And the stuff about Dan Wooten, who is Prince William's man. Okay, that's how he spreads his stories. And Dan Wooten, he has had a long history of going after women. Amy Winehouse, he wrote terrible things about her. Carolina Flack, who took her life, the media Scrutiny got so bad on her, and she dated Harry for a while. He's a terrible person, this Dan Wooten guy. He's just rotten. Lily Allen, he went after her like 10 years ago. He just loves to humiliate famous women, Joya. That's all I'm saying. Good thing he doesn't know us. (laughs) We'll be back. Grant you for Hoffman Weber Construction, your hometown experts for over 30 years when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. So I just want to let you know about Hoffman Weber Construction because you know what? Right now we've had some severe weather come through the downtown Minneapolis-St. Paul area and even some of the suburbs here lately. And it had some hail that came with it as well, which means you could have some roof damage. And you know what? The team over at Hoffman Weber Construction will take care of that from you for you from start to finish. And if you give them a call or reach out to them at hwconstruction.com, they'll come for a free home consultation, check out your roof, then you just, all you have to do is simply call the insurance company to let them know that there's a claim to be set. And then after that, they take care of it from start to finish. It is the easiest process possible and there's not a better team to work with. And they're not going to pressure you into a high pressure one-stop closed sale. They're going to make sure you really get what you want and get the process done right. So be sure to reach out to Jason and the sales team at Hoffman Weber Construction and do so by going to hwconstruction.com. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, Lori, say who you see. It's Marshall McLuhan is the guy. There we go. Media theory. And he's really kind of an amazing guy because he coined glow. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Village, the medium is the message, and predicted the World Wide Web 30 years before it oh, happened. Wow. And you will always study him yep. if you do communication. Oh, I remember, study. yeah. Yeah, I, Marshall name, McLuhan. Yep, the name is very familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah not Malcolm. <laughs> no, okay. well, we were there. We were, we were kind of there, okay. yeah. All right. I have just some tips for people. You still can do this. Um, but I was thinking of my pots in extreme heat, my oh. outdoor flower pots, and here are some of the things. Double watering. In the morning and in the evening, mm-hmm. skip fertilizing, mm-hmm. avoid pruning. It's too much distress yeah. on the plant. Yeah. Um, you also want to, if you have an opportunity to make sure you have so much mulch around like your beds or something, because it helps shade them and keeps the water in the root system, um, move potted plants even to shaded areas and be careful, though, when you sh- move them to shaded areas, because if you sh- do it to do a wall that radiates heat, it can yeah. make it 10 degrees even hotter for yeah. them. Yeah. And leave the leaves on your plants, because when they wilt during the day, they're wilting to protect the soil. Yeah. No I never knew up. that. Yeah, yeah. Did you so, know that? Yes, I did, because I've got like things that are in hot sun. And they, I'm like, I'll panic. Oh, they look so wilty. It, but it's just... It's so hot out, and then that, when Casey how, waters them, how smart is a flower? Very smart. The wilting apparently. lowers the surface area exposed to the sun, thus limiting transportation and sunburn. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, how? Whoever knew they were so smart? Well, I just thought I'd like add that to you. Yeah. I want to ask you. Is also known as deadheading. More people right. might be familiar with. Okay, that. thank you. Yeah, but don't. Because I think the, a pruning is with an implement. Oh, deadheading is when you're. Oh, okay, you're right. Deadheading because I do want to get out there because they look so. But yeah, it, the the everything's it's too much fragile. Stress. Mm-hmm. It's too much stress. Okay, is this okay? A do or a don't? I'm going to ask you guys. Okay, ask me first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wishing someone a happy birthday online after you've had a public falling out. Yeah, that seems passive aggressive. Doesn't it? Uh-huh. If you really want to... hypocritical. Doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, well, who did that? Now, let me give you a story. Because I think if you've had a falling out and you really do want to wish someone a happy birthday, you send them a card. Yeah, Or call you them. call them or yeah, text them. Something them, yeah. personal. Mm-hmm. Nothing for the whole world to see. So Selena Gomez... Uh, wishes her organ donor, ex-best friend, Uh-oh. Francia Razia, happy birthday after the falling out. She took to social media. But we don't know that they haven't made up. Mm. We don't know that because Francia hasn't said A anything. A noteworthy post from Selena recently revealed their relationship is broken. She wants to. This could be a sign she wants to patch things up. Uh, Francia uh, took the offensive and um, post something like Kim Cattrall did to Sarah Jessica Parker. Keep your fake pity about my brother's death to yourself. 
Remember? I mean, that was yeah, that was Bradshaw. what started it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So did Francia say something she, to this She post? took offense. What she took offense to was an interview where Selena said the only person she was close with in Hollywood, and this is in the Selena documentary that Apple Plus released, mm-hmm. she said was Taylor Swift. And this is... Who, a person who thinks she's the best son and gave her kidney to her best friend. This is why I don't ever answer that question publicly. The answer didn't sit right with Francia <laughs> because the two former child actors go way back. Do not a single person. Good call. Francia unfollowed Selena after the interview and still does not follow her. Yeah. Um, I just think if you are, you know, no. Don't answer that in public. That's what Selena has learned as a public figure. She probably is her best friend. And that's just the way it is. I mean, but she, but I know social media, I think, would piss her off. Yeah, I know. And you should feel like you should, you're indebted forever to your friend who gave you a kidney, but they had a choice in it too. It wasn't like she held a I gun understand, to their head. but I, it was just a do or don't question. You don't have to defend Selena. I wondered if they were back, you know, They're like they made up. No, okay. No. Yeah. Okay. This is something that has been going on for a while, but you know, I'm always um, beware of this, beware of that, which is my job on the office. When I'm out of here, beware. Uh, Prime. This is a drink, an energy drink, and I know you know about this, um, Grant. Yeah, this Logan is Logan Paul. Yeah, he's in a little bit of uh, water with this one. Deep this water. is an energy drink. Chuck yeah. Schumer, senator, has asked the FDA to launch an investigation into Prime, Prime energy drinks, because they have more caffeine and they're being marketed to tweens. Kid, yeah, kids. To kids. Yeah. And um, it's a growing list of energy drinks that are marketed to kids. Mm-hmm. Celsius is another one. Celsius. Celsius. Celsius thank you. As That's in the a, temperature. Yes, mm-hmm. and that one is that one is. Are they getting checked out by the FDA? Celsius. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I, that one I've always thought of as a healthier version of a energy drink in my eyes. But well, this, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So well, they want to. They want us. Yeah, like, because regulate how much is I, in. I think caffeine. they should because don't you remember when I drank. The Red Bulls. Oh, yeah, I do. Now, it wasn't hour. the Red Bulls. Five-hour energy. Five-hour yeah. energy, and I drank <laughs> we had to two practically, of them. We practically had to bed you down in the cow bomb. I, My heart was pounding so fast mm-hmm. at the state fair when we were in our little mobile home. Yes. And I couldn't focus. I couldn't think. But what they're saying is that this energy drink prime, and I've seen it everywhere, oh, and yeah. they get like half a wall yeah. for mm-hmm. promotion. Is that it contains 200 milligrams per 12 ounces, which is the equivalent of drinking six Coke cans or roughly two Red Bulls. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been banned. I just want to make parents aware of this yeah. if you see it. It scares the crap out of me. And the other thing that always scares the crap out of me is when people order Red Bull and a vodka. Let's get energy and so oh, I can Julia, that's, uppers and downers. That's, that's, that's none of your business. Mm. Adults, whatever they want to do. I'm thinking of children. What? I'm thinking of t- late teenagers, early 20 years, maybe non-drinking age people. Oh, It's not safe. Yeah. They they had an issue with this cult with Four loco for a while, too. This was a drink that I don't even think it's legal anymore, but it was a malt liquor that had energy built yes. into it. And that was something that was going around college campuses like crazy. And then they decided to ban it for a while because of kids were over drinking it. Right. So. Right. Well, you're in for a treat today. Our friend Neil Justin, who covers TV and media for the Star Tribune, is with us. Hi, Neil. Hi, Neil. Hi. How are you? We're good. We miss you. I hope the studio is air conditioned. It is. Oh, it is. And, and, and let me tell you, we have blankets on. It's so cold in here. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, well, at least you're not uh, burning up like That's, the rest of us. Yeah, we we are not. Um, so, Neil, what's new in the world of TV so much? Well, not yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, uh, the strike is uh, not really taking a full effect yet. Because, right. Because uh, a lot of product was already in the can. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing uh, some good series uh still come out and we'll continue to see them in the next couple of months. I think when it'll really hurt is, you know, September uh, around then. This is usually the time the networks at least are, are starting to produce their fall season. And that's not happening right now. And uh, I'm really missing late night television. Oh, so are we. Oh. my favorite um, yeah. genre. And, um, you know, I think it's going to start showing up in the press too. I can't get interviews with actors and writers because uh, that's part of the strike, no publicity. So uh, spending some time looking at some old television to watch and use this time, kind of like a lot of us did during the pandemic. Uh, Today I wrote about Murder, She Wrote. I saw that. uh, A show that I, you know, thought was too uh, fuddy-duddy for me when it was originally aired in uh, in the 80s. In early 90s and uh so it's kind of fun to, to look back at that show and i'll be doing a lot more of that in the next uh in the next few months and i, I love it room encourage tw- other people to do the same yeah room 222 and the waltons and murder she wrote yeah i i do like that because we do have a lot of legacy tv that yeah we're gonna be going maybe back to and i'm with you neil i never watched murder she wrote i thought that was my mom's show my grandma's show and then i forget i don't know if it was after after uh, natasha uh, um, Natasha leon yeah her show um poker face poker face and i feel like they showed one episode of murder she wrote after that to get people like to watch it or maybe i'm thinking of another show and casey and i watched him we're like you know what that that's a good show Mm. Yeah, I think we're we we were kind of heading into a golden age for detective stories. Uh, Poker Face was certainly part of that, but also the Knives Out and Glass Onion mm-hmm. movies, and Kenneth Branagh doing the Agatha Christie reboots, um, and the, there's been some other good examples. The After Party with Tiffany Haddish, their second season just dropped, and so I was kind of in the mood to see uh, some old Columbo. You know, it was a show I watched yes, during yes. the pandemic which is just terrific. And also Angela Lansbury died just last year. So, you know, she's been on my mind. And and as I said in my column, the mysteries are not that great. They're not nearly as good as Columbo or or Poker Face and and some of these other series. But if you love old Hollywood, there's lots uh, lots of references to it. Some obvious, like the references to Alfred Hitchcock and, and uh, film noir and stuff like that. Some not so obvious. And uh, uh, it's kind of fun to see if you can spot some of the references. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, Mm. do you think there's anything happening at all that this strike is going to end? I'm watching from a distance uh, and I'm not hearing anybody budge Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, You know, it's, it's a little bit of a surprise, but both sides seem to be, pretty entrenched. Um, the only hope I have is that it did sound like the Screen Actors Guild was pretty close um, to figuring out something with the studios. Something fell apart. Uh, you know, they had extended the deadline uh, a week or so uh, before they, they they went on strike, and 
that's usually a sign that they're at least still talking and, and that they're close. But something fell apart there. And I'm not even sure if they're at the table right now. Oh, I don't think they are. I mean, Fran Drescher basically said they played us and said they were considering something just so we they could have the Barbie and the Oppenheimer press thing. And they didn't mean it at all. I got played. She said that in her, you know, fiery mm. uh, speech. And she also told Bob Iger today. I don't know why they even let him speak. He's so clueless about what's happening out here. She's turned out yeah. to be a very, uh, the right person for this president job of, of yeah, saying after the nanny would, uh, yeah. would be, end up being, uh, being the leader. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know what the aftermath will be. One thing that's interesting to me is that we think that we need the big stars going out and doing the promotions no. and, and the press interviews and the late night television and all that. Well, Oppenheimer and Barbie didn't have that, and they both made tons of money. Mm-hmm. Um, Mission Impossible, you know, Tom Cruise was able to get some publicity and uh, before the strike, but these movies seem to be doing pretty well without big stars uh, selling them. There's other ways to sell these movies, and I do wonder if when the strike is over whether Hollywood's going to look at marketing a little bit differently. And maybe the big stars won't show up on, um, you know, uh, Jimmy Fallon and Colbert and Kimmel. We'll see. We'll see. All right, talk to us about this new show starting tonight that you're kind of excited about, Twisted Metal. Yeah, I uh, didn't expect much of it. Usually when, if you tell me that the video game has been made into a a TV series, uh, I'll yawn pretty loudly. Uh, (laughs) And it's also a little violent for my taste. It's it's pretty bloody and, and gory. That being said, it's really funny. And uh, this actor, Anthony Mackie, who people may recognize from the Marvel movies, I think he plays he plays somebody that flies. Yeah, Falcon right. Or something. I don't know. Uh, I confuse all the superheroes. But he's really charming. Um, Stephanie Beatrice from Brooklyn. Um, nine 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 whatever that show is called uh is great um there's lots of funny cameos it's it's really a, a clever dark road movie uh kind of mad max with a sense of humor and uh it really you know that's the best thing about watching as much as you can sometimes you get surprised and yeah this one was a surprise but it is bloody okay so it's not for everyone and they're real people yeah, it's not animated. Okay, okay. Yeah. and it's, it's on a post-apocalyptic yeah. America. Okay, yeah, and it's and it yeah. starts tonight on Peacock. Yeah, I think it dropped today, so you can watch it uh, as soon as. Obviously, you don't watch it right now. You wait till this interview is over. That's correct. As soon as this interview is over, as soon as your show is over, <laughs> yeah, then it's right. right on, of course. Okay, what about the beanie bubble? Yeah, I really like that, too. Uh, you know, we're talking about Barbie right now, and that's great. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited about it. Um, but uh, don't forget the Beanie Babies. I mean, oh, yeah. it's kind of an incredible story about a, a, a short fad, but a fad nonetheless. That Even at the time, I was sort of puzzled why people were paying that much I, money I was too. <laughs> for these things. But uh, the movie investigates how that happens, how we get into fads and and how collectors can really drive up something and to almost a fanatical standpoint. But the movie is really about the workplace and uh, gender discrimination in the workplace. 
and uh, three terrific female leads, including uh, Elizabeth Banks, uh, who, um, you know, are largely responsible for the success of the Beanie Babies and how they got screwed. Yeah. Um, and it's really kind of, uh, you know, in the mode of nine to five, um, these women standing up oh. and trying to get credit. And uh, so it's really a, a feminism movie more than it is about the Beanie Baby. Uh, again, a surprise. Uh, that's not where I expected the movie to be. Uh, but it's um, it's very effective. And Zach Galifianakis uh, plays the sexist uh, Warner. toy leader. And he's really good. You know, another example of how uh, comedians are usually very good at uh, playing dramatic roles. And mm-hmm. he certainly has some, some funny stuff to do. But yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He plays it straight and he's quite good. And you know that Ty Warner, he owns so much real estate. Like iconic oh, properties. It's amazing. His whole... Like everything, how much money they made on that. It's just incredible. Yeah, I don't know where he is now or what he's doing. Uh, But he's, uh, uh, they they make it sound like he kind of lucked into it and certainly uh, depended on these women to take him to the top. Uh, Obviously, he'll have a different story. Yeah, yeah. Six Uh, billion. um, He's got six billion. He doesn't come across very good in in, in this film. Yeah, right. And uh, Neil, have you had a chance to check in with uh, Raylan Givens, The Justified, since it came back last week? I have not. I was on vacation last week. I was never a huge fan of that. Oh, you weren't? Um, I wasn't, and and I feel like I need to go back and give it another chance. uh, because I, I think I think I would like it. I love westerns. A lot of the modern day westerns. Uh, I'd rather go back and watch a watch an oldie. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I should. That's just one of those shows that there's always a couple of shows every year that I just never get to. Yeah, and it was on. About. You know, I feel like FX had you know the Americans and Sons of Anarchy and Justified. I mean, they had like a lot of good shows, but. I mean, Margot Margot Martindale is in the fourth season of Justified, and Walton Goggins, and I mean, it's really a terrific show. It is to watch the original seven seasons, and then this Justified Primeval, and Almord Leonard. I mean, God bless him; he has given us some amazing shows via his books. Yeah, uh, but uh, and so I, um, you know, my bad. It's a show that and. It looks like I might have some time to catch up with that one, too. Uh, But I got to tell you, there's nothing for me that gives me more pleasure than going back and watching an old Western. Yeah. I mean, I just love the genre and, uh, 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 you know, give me a good old fashioned 
Western from the 50s and 60s, and I'm there. Yeah. I love that. I, I'm with you. I'm a fan via my dad of Grit TV, oh, yeah. that network yeah. that's got yeah. everything, 50s and yeah, 60s. Yeah, a lot of good. Yeah, if you like Westerns, there's all kinds of places to find them, and a lot of them are free. Yeah. If you go to Tubi, and I think there's a, a channel called Westerns. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Pluto has a lot of them. Not so much on Netflix and Amazon. No, know, okay. But a lot of the a lot of the free channels that are out there have have a lot of those old westerns um, that uh, are are a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, the last six months that I was spending with my dad, every time I saw him, he's like, "Got to put on Grit TV. Let's see if we can find a good western." And I really have caught up with so even ones that I maybe only saw half of or never saw. And yeah, really, it's been it's is quite fun to watch those. Yeah, as I go back and, and watch old TV uh, during these months, I, I may do a column on Gunsmoke, um, a oh. show that you know I never really watched that show either. It's That's a deep a cut. That is a deep cut, <laughs> uh, but I, I have a feeling I like it, and I'm kind of curious how they maintain the quality of that show if they maintain the quality over so many seasons. I mean, I think for a long time. Till the Law and Order series caught up, it was the longest running drama in, in television history. Right, and, uh, and you've got some Minnesota connections there too with James Arnest. So that's right. Um, um, I'm curious about going back and watching that, and some of the other old westerns. You know, this again could be a really good time to uh, take a trip down memory lane. Catch up on what I, mm-hmm. I'm going. We have to let you go, but I'm going back to the years when I was giving birth and being a mother of two. You little... gave birth for years. I yeah, did for years. She went up so, for years, 21 years. So I have like this pop culture black spot, black hole from like 95 to 98. So I'm trying yeah. to find shows that happened then, but I think that's a great idea. We'll look forward to reading you in the star tribune. This is Neil Justin at Neil Justin. You can follow him. On Twitter, X. I don't know if he's We're on just, Twitter anymore. I don't know what it's called oh. now. It, I, I'm at Neil Justin Nine. I've tried to move to Threads, but you know, we'll Tell see me. what happens. It's, yeah, it, yeah. It just seems like another avenue to work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know. Thank you for your time, Neil. Okay. Hope to see you soon. Okay, we'll be right back with Hollywood Bye. Speak. What is the All meaning right. of this? So last night on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which very few people watch on Hulu. Well, some people do. I know Hannah's over there. Going, she watches it religiously. But after years of saying, what? These old tig old biddies? They're just a Victoria's Secret super push-up bra. Uh, Kylie Jenner admits to the fact that she hopes her daughter never gets breast, breast implants because she regretted hers. Kylie, the young Kylie. one, the mm-hmm. young one, the one who did for years and years lied and tried to tell us, even though we have eyes. I know that's that's the we have eyes. Thing. Everybody acts surprised. Twitter was having a lot of fun, so they did they? give social media because I don't know. You know, now maybe in another ten years she'll, you know, cop to everything else that she's had mm-hmm. done that she's just. It saying takes this. time. We know this. No, but I mean, just mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, like it's like, hello, we no one believed you when in you said place. I've never done anything except plumped my lips. When we can see that you've had everything, a nose job, you know, all kinds of yes. things. But you're with our eyes, we could see that your boobs and your booty have indeed been filled. You know, that mm-hmm. you had implants. Yes. So anyway, she's like, um, I got my breast done before Stormy and I wished I'd known not to do your breasts before you've had children. Well, that was just silly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well anyway. there you go. But there actually... You know, no, no bleep. 
No, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. People were like, okay, we, thanks we for recognize us. that. Okay, what about, what do you think about this? That uh, Travis, is it Kelsey? Yeah. Yes. Uh, football player. From the Tarrant, Kansas City Chiefs, you know, wanting to take out Taylor Swift. And, and did she not uh, no, give he, him her digits? No, he wanted to give her a bracelet. You know, a bracelet oh, that he made. Friendship bracelet. Yeah, yeah. you know, what everyone's giving out. And what, so what did he, say? Um, he was disappointed that he found out when he asked that she doesn't talk to people before or after the shows because she has to save her voice for the 44 songs she sings. Well, she's not lying. No, um, I did. I didn't get to hand her one of the bracelets I made for her. And Jason <laughs> asked... What um it's not clear what number was on the bracelet bracelet, but it's his number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then maybe his phone number. It I was don't his know. phone number. Yeah. That's kind of a cute very couple thought. Clever, very Grant. clever. She'll have to Google yeah. him and get back to him. Yeah. She's a little busy. She's busy right now, and he is a definitely handsome football player. It would be quite the couple, but yeah. He's a nice guy oh, from I'm, a nice family. Well, yeah, you remember the great Julie, part- what are you, her Jewish mother trying to get her? <laughs> was a disaster but she doesn't she doesn't have a a time for a boyfriend right now maybe she thinks he's you know she doesn't want him to just be booty call she doesn't have time for that that's what a backup dancer is for Mm -hmm. oh you're madonna (laughs) excuse me madonna um Ethan Slater, yes, who is that? That is Ariana Grande's guy that she left her husband for, and he left his wife and his baby. His wife, Lily J, is speaking up. Yes, she is. And here's what she had to say about her husband filing for divorce and leaving her for Ariana Grande. She said, Ariana's the story, really. Not a girl's girl. My family is just collateral damage. Okay, wow. and I'm just going to say she speaks the truth. She knows Ariana. She's been on set with her baby and knows Ariana. They've and Ari- at least met. Yes. That's cold. It's so cold when she knows he has this young baby that's not even a year old. I mean, it's terrible. That's not a girl's girl. No, I believe that And she- Ariana did like, she's so messy on this one, she liked yes. the post that Ethan did in May from, from him my- and the baby Telling Lily, his wife, what an amazing woman and mom she is. Ariana liked that. I'm telling you, Ariana Grande, you're messy in this one Mm -hmm. and your fingers are dirty. And I just feel, I just feel like, weren't there other options? I mean, she's rightfully upset. Lily J. Rightfully upset. And say, not a girl's girl. She isn't. Ariana's story, because she's horrified that the stories keep. Because remember, Ariana's people got out ahead. They confirmed to they people did. that these two were dating. And they did a slow rollout. They put her at yeah. Wimbledon without a ring on. Yes. So yes. everyone would notice. And then the next week, oh, yes, they knew the story was coming out, obviously. Right. But they let us know about it. Right. So she's horrified, Lily, that she's got paparazzi camping outside of her house, that she's become the story, that she's getting bothered. And she's like... People need to be bothering Ariana for the story and asking her about her trail of lies, basically, because we weren't split up. Right. And when Wicked comes out in 2020, December of 2024. Now, remember that movie shut down 10 days before it was finished. 
Yeah, we'll I see. I still think, you know, if we'll see what happens. Yeah, they'll probably. But chop, Wicked chop. is about friendship. Yes, it is. It's about the Wicked Witch of the West and Glenda the Good Witch mm-hmm. and their friendship. And um, I just am thinking of all the parallels because I'm sure these two will be broken up. Well, they're going to be broken up in three months. months. You give three them three, months. I, I give them three. six. I give them three. Yeah, it's ending. And I just, I feel for this gal. I mean, the one thing, it, this, like Neil had said about TV during the pandemic, yeah. one of the things with for the actors not acting, they might end up staying in relationships or breaking up. We could see a lot of breakups and people staying together for all the wrong reasons while they're on strike and nobody's going to work. Right. I heard something with Alec Baldwin today. He was chatting with David Spade. He must be going crazy. He's got to well, be home he, all the time. No, here's what he said. He said, um, he was talking about the difference of doing TV versus movies. And he and he said, making a movie, and I'm not going to do the Russ thing right now or any of that. Mm-hmm. Think before that. Or, um, is the most boring thing in the world to do. He would love to be on a TV thing. He said, there's nothing more mind-sucking than sitting in a camper, mm-hmm. you know, and waiting for everything. Okay, again, why is why is Alec Baldwin? He he. Listen, they were talking about SNL stuff. The sold okay, SNL uh, stuff. Okay, but I'm just here's the SAG after thing. They shouldn't be talking at all. This about, isn't a new podcast, Lori. This no, is no. I know one that, I'm but here, to. here I don't even know the, the date they did it. Okay, you think it was no? A it was old. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, no. I just because I heard Adina Menzel on uh, a show today, and she right? was. Talking about her record that's coming out, a dance album, and the interviewer asked her her favorite song from Frozen, and she said, "Well, that's a movie, and we're not talking about movies or TV." Go for it. She flat out, yeah. shut it down. Well, that's what that, you're supposed to do. Is, and this yeah. is something okay, I don't so even have. Old, I have no idea old. when it was done, but I just thought it was interesting because he's just like, "Oh, well, he is speaking people, the truth." People want to be with people. And I think that's kind of what a lot of actors were saying with the green screens. And you never act anymore. You're sitting next to a green screen and you don't have the commodity. You have nothing. And it's already so boring making a movie. That's why we aren't movie stars. Yeah. Disney heiress Abigail Disney to Disney CEO Bob Iger. If you have $65 million in your pocket every year as a salary and there are people in your company who are struggling... You shouldn't be able to sleep well at night. She's been on him for she years. She is always. She's the Disney heir. She is on him. Is, yeah. And yeah. it's so true. It is. All right, we're going to take a quick break.